Rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 50, page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach? 
my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth. Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou contentest unto him, and hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou sattest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there is none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me, and to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifty-eighth chapter of the book of Isaiah. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls, and you take no notice? In fact, you all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day, to make your voice heard on high. It is a, is it a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush, and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast, and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out, when you see the naked that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then in your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually, 
and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. You turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth, and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus says on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men, to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they had their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence, that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness. To thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, 
may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Happy Sunday. Happy first Sunday of, of Lent. Um, our lessons this morning uh, are apropos of entering the season of Lent because they really point us to what the conclusion and the outcome of Lent is supposed to be and why we're fasting, why we're praying more, and why we are practicing generosity and why these are the ancient habits that um, free the soul uh, to become, um, that, to enter into the kind of justice that God calls uh, every person to. Uh, Psalm 50 uh, has a recurring uh, motif in it of, of giving thanks to God and God calling um, heaven and earth and everyone in, uh, on the earth to bear witness um, to the judgment that he will um, proclaim over all people. Um, and in the middle of the, the, the right in the middle of the psalm and at the very end of the psalm, we have this um, call to give thanks to the Lord, um, to offer thanksgiving unto him. And really, that is a that's a significant um, uh, biblical theme that runs from beginning to end of, of giving thanks, being a kind of uh, being being kind of the highest um, sort of form of human expression uh, to give thanks to God is the is the end of all that we're given, um, all the action we're called to give um, and to give thanks, really, uh, as we understand it in the Greek term of it is what we mean by Eucharist. Um, that's the same word there. Um, and so in the Greek Old Testament, that's what's being called for is this kind of Eucharistic offering, um, which as Christians, of course, we understand in the way that we do after our Lord's institution of the Eucharist. Um, but, uh, you know, prior to that, in Psalm 50, we get this, um, you know, the, the judgment that God makes is that um, that he has no problem with the sacrifices that have been offered, but those sacrifices have not have not produced uh, thanksgiving. Uh, and so uh, it, it is a sad but recurring um, human tendency that when, um, you know, when we have a religious duty or we are called upon to make uh, an offering, um, it's very easy for us to get caught up in the um, the thing that's being sacrificed and not the reason for the sacrifice and not the thing that's be that's enabled by the sacrifice. Um, and so uh, as we reflect on this in Lent, for example, um, it's very easy to make Lent all about the thing we're giving up uh, and to forget that the reason why we're giving that thing up is to enter into a greater freedom, not only with the thing we have um, given up for a season, but also with everything. It's a kind of symbolic sacrifice that redeems us from captivity to, um, to everything. Um, that we might have too much of an attachment to or to be too subordinate to. 
Um, and so Psalm 50 really reflects this idea of giving uh, right worship to God, not only in terms of what we, um, the, 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 you know, the, the sacrificial quality of our worship, which is always there. Um, there are things we must say even yes to continuously in order to honor God and to give him um, the justice that we, we owe him. Uh, and he, you know, he will, he expects this from the, from the very center of our being, our heart outward. Um, it's, he is not satisfied with a kind of perfunctory sacrifice or a perfunctory worship. He calls us to complete, um, be complete in our worship. And this is the first justice of our lives. This is the, this is the foundational justice that enables all other justice. And so as we move to Isaiah 58, the, you know, the prophecies to Isaiah give, give us the second horizon, the second um, sort of horizon of justice for human life, which is justice to one's neighbor. Um, God indicts the Israelites saying, you have, you've, you know, you've fasted, you've offered sacrifices, but you haven't, um, you haven't done justice to your neighbor. Uh, you haven't, uh, you haven't, you know, you've cut yourself off from your own flesh, the Lord says, which means, you know, you haven't looked upon your neighbor as an as an image of me and you haven't looked at your neighbor as an image of yourself um, in a different circumstance. Um, and there's something profound um, about how the um, the sense of justice in the Old Testament gives us a very, a very biblically grounded sense of solidarity with with all people, um, regardless of their class station or or, you know, or background or origin. And so. Um, it calls us to the, the only kind of dividing line that the Old Testament sense of justice gives us with neighbor is um, if they are in habitual um, unrighteousness and forsaking the law of God. But in no other circumstance, including um, radical disease, like sickness, radical, um, you know, misfortune, radical impoverishment. All of these were called to look upon one another and to offer um, the fullness of love and the fullness of um, brotherly love to everybody. And so. What God calls them out on is saying uh, your your the the lapse in your worship and the fact that it's become perfunctory has become an occasion for you to be perfunctory in relationship to each other. And so um, what the Lord calls them back to is a right worship, which will then um, enable them to start offering justice toward one another. And really, this is the point of Lent for us is it's a return to worship and it's a return to um, the, a kind of a kind of Christian hospitality towards towards everyone. Um, we simplify our lives. We, you know, in order to become less self-obsessed, we simplify our lives in order to, you know, have have more space to offer God His due. Uh, and then, you know, the the goal of that is that we're restored in relationship with God and with one another. Um, and that, you know, this is the reason we fast and pray. It's not to um, it's not to focus on the things that we, you know, we're doing wrong or the things that we we need to we need to you know get rid of. It's the things that, you know, are waiting just behind those things that until we take a moment to say a meaningful no to the compulsive, immediate things, we won't get a chance to see what the, the kind of freedom and the kind of um, opportunity to be the images of God that are just on the other side of that. So it's a good thing for us to remember as we enter Lent. And we'll continue this morning with our prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, 
that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessings through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here today, and thanks to Chris, my co-leader. Have a wonderful Sunday, and I'll see you all on Monday evening. Bye for now. Thank you for a wonderful meditation. Thanks, Thank Constance. Thanks, Father Hayden. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.